ladies? Welcome to Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk. This is real conversation for real women about real life. I'm your host, Nisi Gale, and I'm a personal transformation coach, women's empowerment specialist, and your number one fierce sister. This is episode number one in my Get Your Health Right series, and today I have the pleasure of speaking to Mr. Walter Lewis of Walter Lewis Fitness Solutions. In this episode, we'll talk to Walter about simple and easy fitness solutions for the busy woman. No excuses here, ladies. Now, Walter has a wealth of experience in the personal fitness field and has been coaching, training, and motivating individuals since 2004. He has touched the lives of thousands of people and is on a personal mission to break the cycle of obesity and unhealthy living with health promotion and disease prevention. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode number one in my Get Your Health Right series. Much love, be blessed, stay grown and sexy sisters, and we'll speak soon. It's good to see you. Good to see you too. All right. So I do have a young lady on the line with us. Her name is Kadira, and she is one of our awesome uh, meetup ladies. And so she wanted to kind of hop on and listen to what we were talking about and get a couple questions in so i let her know that a little bit later kind of like at the end um i'll I'll let her kind of jump in there and and ask some questions okay so i'm so happy that you guys could join me and so walter i just want you to just give it to us straight this is grown and sexy sisters talk is going to be about giving it to us straight okay so one of the main things is um you know, you've had your business for about 13 years. And so I want you to just kind of jump in and tell us about your fitness business and what inspired you to um, become a fitness expert. Well, the, 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 the whole reason I got into this business was because of the death of my grandparents. Um, my grandmother was 53 when she passed away. She had high blood pressure. She was a diabetic. She was obese. Um, she ate very unhealthy. Um, my grandfather passed away when he was age 48. Um, wow. He had a heart attack. Wow. Um, he had high blood pressure. He was obese also. Um, and because of the early deaths of my grandparents, I'm 47 now. Right. Um, my grandfather was 48. Okay. So they died early. I know I didn't want to die young. Right. And so that, that kind of put me on a mission to help others. Um, to not die so young, especially if it can be prevented. Um, So that's what kind of motivated me to um, become a personal trainer and fitness consultant. Um, Most of my family, most of the uh, family members are also unhealthy uh, and obese. And and so I know I didn't want to be that way. And so that was what kind of inspired me. Um, And so what happened over a close to 20 years ago, I used to work for the patent and trademark office. I always used to go to the gym. And um, so I would be down there at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, basically. And people would see me in the gym and they would start asking me for fitness advice. Um, and so I would go do some research and I provide them with answers. And before I know it, those folks were getting in shape. I had one person lose 40 pounds. And then next thing I know, it was another person that was losing weight. And then I thought, Hmm, maybe I need to make this a career. And right. that's kind of what led me down this this uh, road. To okay. Personal training fitness consultant. Okay, okay. Yeah, because you're 47 and I'm 45. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so one of the things I noticed is that, you know, it is really a challenge the older I get, 
you know, obviously, you know, metabolism is slowing down. You know, I'm not, you know, doing the same things and my body doesn't heal as quickly. And so I know same thing as you is like, you know, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that I really need to step it up. Like I can't sit around and wait for these pounds to burn off the way they used to when I was younger. You know, so it's really good that, you know, you turned this passion of yours into a business because you could see a need for it. Right. Okay, awesome. Awesome. So now this is this is the burning question, okay? This is a question that that we had this conversation beforehand, right? And I was shocked Mm -hmm. to hear the answers. So I would like for all the ladies to hear the answers to this too. So the question I asked Walter was, what are the top three excuses that you hear for black women? Um, and why, why, and how did you counter those excuses? So what are the sisters saying about why they do not want to work out? Okay. Well, first I'm going to bring my wife and, and let her give her excuse that she gave me when we started training. Okay, Cece. What, <laughs> so, Cece, what excuses was you using, yeah, baby girl? So tell, tell them, so tell them, tell them what your, or what your excuse was when I was trying to get you to train. Um, well, the main one was my hair. Girl, <laughs> you don't want to mess I up with me, okay? So I was like, I got to save my hair. I can't be sweating it out. Right, right. And listen, I have used that excuse a bunch of times, too. Because, listen, the hair appointments are expensive. Okay, I get yes. it. Okay. <laughs> so I wind up buying um, Nicole Irene Parker's um, workout sweat band. The savior do. The Lord's of sweat. Yes. Okay, okay. I have the figure of first like a charm. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So, okay. no, you're not done yet. And so, then the second time, so when we started, you know, when we first started dating, and she's like, I want to get in better shape. Right. Um, so, she's a busy professional. Okay. Two boys. And so I said, Cece, you want to have to work out early in the morning before work. Now, she's not an early in the morning person. And early in the morning. Do? Okay. <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. Uh, um, the first couple of weeks, I was like, okay, I'll get up. The alarm would go off, and I'd be like, nah, I'm not getting up. The night <laughs> well, before, every time, I'd be like, right? yeah, I'm getting up. I'd right. be like, nah, you go ahead. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but once I did and I got in a routine, I felt like, okay, I can do this. It's not so okay. bad. I want energy, so. Right. Okay. So you did it a couple days. And once you got over the little hump, you know, of making yourself yeah. get up, then it became a routine, right. a routine and you were more able yeah. to do it. Exactly. It's just like getting up for work. It's a routine every morning. So setting your alarm and being accountable. So right. it helped me a lot. And I think okay. once she started to see the results also yes. of going, that motivated her to continue right. getting up early in the morning. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I know so. when, the, when the pounds start falling off, girl, we be like, oh, yeah, I look good, girl. I'm going to the gym. I'm like, oh, I got a muscle? Give me my muscle. Right. <laughs> So wait a minute, let me ask this one. Right. So uh, how long did it take for you to see results, right? Because some sisters think that they go to the gym one time and they want to lose five pounds the same day. That was me. That was me. <laughs> I would say about six weeks okay. of being consistent to start to see something. And mainly I noticed like inches going away. So maybe the weight didn't fall off as fast, but the inches definitely did. Right. And I think that's important, too, because I know when I was working out, one of the things, you know, that I learned was that I'm not necessarily going to see, you know, instant um, gratification, but it's the fat is turning into muscle. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, you might not feel all those pounds, but you're turning it over into muscle. Is that right, Walter? 
that's correct. That's correct. Yes. That's okay, correct. that's good stuff. All right, so that's two. What was the third one? So, 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 so her two was her hair, and didn't she didn't want to get up early? Right. So the common three that I hear of the first one is money. You know, as yeah. far as you know, when folks want to train with me, right? Uh, it costs too much, so they don't make it a priority. But okay. they don't realize all the money that they're spending on unhealthy food, medication. You know, they spend a lot on you know some name brand stuff. You know, but when it comes to the health, you mean you red know, bottoms and um, Gucci bags? All of that stuff. <laughs> all that stuff. Okay. That we yes. gotta get it together, girls, because. I'm glad you mm -hmm. said that because we will spend money on things that we think are a priority, okay? Right. We will take a vacation. You see, I got my little my little Bahamas in the background, right? right? We will right. take a vacation to the Bahamas with our girlfriends that cost $2,000, but yep. we want to get healthy, but we don't want to. So really, is it about we don't have the money or is it about we don't realize that that's a priority over those other things? Well, right? yeah, it's not a priority because right. people have the money because, I mean, there's... I have different programs that's very affordable. Of course. I mean, training can cost as low as $20 and as much as $100 a session, right. you know, depending on what you want. I mean, it, it actually be as low as $15 uh, wow. if you buy on a package. But but the one thing is that they don't make it a priority. Yeah. Um, so it's the number one excuse. The second excuse, what Cece mentioned, is the hair. The black women, they don't want to mess up their hair. Um, don't want to mess and, up their hair. <laughs> Right. And then the third thing is that some folks, some women feel like they got to get in shape before they actually come to me, which is weird. Now, see, so, that right there, that was a shocker to me because I don't understand. Yes. What, what, wait, wait. Well, hold up. Pump, look, pump the brakes. Why do you uh -huh. feel like you got to get in shape before you get in shape? <laughs> right. I think, I think what women is in this embarrassment, they don't want yeah. to feel like, you know, be embarrassed because they feel may feel so out of shape. Of course. And so they feel like they don't want to be embarrassed in front of the trainer. Of course. But I think um, that's the whole purpose of why you hire a fitness, per uh, a personal right. trainer to get you in shape. To get you in but shape and to hold you accountable. You need somebody exactly. to hold you accountable. Exactly. And so I think some women don't want to be held accountable too. Right. So, right. so that's the three. The money, the hair, and uh, feel like they got to get in shape before they... All right. Now, that's really interesting. So, now, the reason why I asked about these top three excuses is because the next thing I want to talk about, real talk, is the state of our women's health right now. And so, mm -hmm. we already recognize what the excuses are, okay? We laid them out on the table, first and foremost, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I laugh about it, we joke about it, but it, you know, when we say it out loud, it sounds silly, but these are the things that we are really allowing to keep us from, from being healthy. And as you stated in the beginning, we have aunties and sisters and moms and grandmothers who have died early because they didn't make their health a priority or they didn't know or they didn't go get those you know checkups with the doctor or you know they didn't start medication for diabetes and things so one of the things that I did is I, I like to do my research about stuff so I researched the top leading causes of death for African-American women now these statistics are as of 2015 and what I came up with, which I guess we already know because we see it in the news and the old blogs and, and stuff like that, but the number one is heart disease, 
Okay, mm -hmm. 23% of all black females in 2015 died of heart disease. The number two is cancer, 22%. The number three is stroke, 6%. And diabetes was the number four. And rounding out the top five was Alzheimer's. So we know, I don't know, we can't do too much about Alzheimer's, but I definitely know the top four, heart disease, mm -hmm. cancer, stroke, and diabetes, are things mm -hmm. that we can head off at the past. Like, these things are, are preventable, in, in, you know, exactly. per se. So yes. talk to me about, you know, how can we make a difference with these things that we just listed, the heart disease, the cancer, stroke, diabetes? How can um, getting a healthier lifestyle help us with some of these diseases? Well, I would say for African-American women, anybody, most of the uh, folks who are getting these diseases, just like my grandparents, because they weren't active at all. Um, they weren't active and they weren't making an effort in trying to be healthy. Like in my book, which we'll talk about, the 85% healthy eating rule. Right. Um, so, yes. <laughs> so some, I, I think people are not making an effort to practice healthy eating habits and right. not exercising at least three days a week at, at a minimum. Right. Um, so living sedentary lifestyles. That's what's causing these, uh, leading to these diseases, I would say. Because okay. if they were active, you know, exercising at least three times a week and, and practicing some healthy eating habits, it would prevent a lot of these diseases. Right. Okay. Okay. And, and I like that you said, you know, three times a week. Okay. There's seven days in a week. Okay. Three right. days a week. You know, these are things that we can be doing. However, we have to change our mindset, you know, around what are we going to do about it? You know, we, as women, we are obviously really busy. We have all of these responsibilities. We have a million mm -hmm. things that we have to do from the time we get up until the time we go to bed. Many of us are wives and we're mothers and we have full-time jobs. However, the most important thing that we have to realize is we have got to start taking care of ourselves because we can't take care of the family if we're gone, right? If we, right. we pass away early and we're sick, we're stressed, we're broke down, depressed, all of these things are things that we can take care of if we lead a healthier lifestyle. So I'm glad that you mentioned the book. The book is awesome. So I got the book. I ordered it on Amazon. Awesome. Thank you. Thank I you. love this book, okay? I love the book. Let me tell you why I love the book. First of all, the book is short. <laughs> I love that the book is short, okay? Because busy professionals do not have time to read a novel, all no. right? So it's short and to short. the point. I love it. I right. love that. But what I also love is that you cover every single thing that I could possibly have a question about in the book. And mm -hmm. so you talk about, you know, um, you talk about your story and you give us um, some exercises. You talk about eating healthy 85% of the time, which we'll get to that in a little bit. But you talk mm -hmm. about managing stress effectively, which I need to like copy and paste and mm -hmm. highlight all up in that chapter because right. that's, that's the thing that I need some help with. Um, but what I really like too is that you have some exercises in the book and you you talk about everything from like how to read a label on the food and right. you know, doing these chair exercises i mean this book is awesome so we'll get to this in a little bit but ladies you mm -hmm. have got to do yourself a favor and grab this little book it's called the four healthy habits of the highly effective busy professional and see this is the um 
you should be calling this the no excuses book. Because <laughs> it's like, all right, you busy. Okay, but you right. can do this at your um, chair in your office in yep. 30 minutes while you're on your break and you can get it in. So we're we going to get back to this, but I love this book. And uh, my girlfriend's always is already waiting like, hey, girl, can I get that book? So this is this is amazing. I love this book. So we we're gonna get back to this. But now you have um, in here we talked about the chair workouts and stuff like that. So how can we make small changes to our daily routine if we aren't able to commit large blocks of time? Well, one of the simplest things you can do I, I, I would recommend is get a Fitbit. Okay. I already talked about you know exercising three days a week. So you want to strive for 10,000 steps a day, at least with a Fitbit, for one, it's going to give you motivation. Right. And then you can kind of see what you're doing, see how much activity you're doing. Because okay. I think a lot of us underestimate what we're doing. Some of right. us think we're doing more than what we really are. Right. <laughs> um, but if you get a Fitbit, that's, and you get 10,000 steps in a day, that's five miles. Wow. And and okay. so with a Fitbit, if you, I mean, if you just get up and walk around your office for some That's steps, right. and you know, instead of taking the elevator, you take mm -hmm. the stairs. Okay. Um, and or you just walk to the bathroom a few more times than normal. Um, right. That's a way to get up, and you'll be more aware of how active you are. So okay. If you get a Fitbit. That's the one thing I would recommend um, because that's cardio, and okay. that's what a lot of us are missing. Okay. And the cool thing about Okay, right. Now, the cool thing about the Fitbit too, I don't know if a lot of people know, but I have some friends and um, one of my coworkers who had the Fitbit and you can do through the app like you can do um like challenges with other people. Right. Like online, you know. So you got some like 80-year-old granny, you know, in Miami <laughs> who's got her Fitbit on and she's doing it and you can like do challenges. So that makes it fun right. too. Right. Yep. And, and we do that a lot. CC and I do that a lot. That's, know, see, like, that's awesome. And I'm a competitive person. So look, right now I'm using my Samsung watch, but I'm going to have to get my Fitbit and put it back on so I can challenge y'all because I am a go. competitive person too. <laughs> oh, well, right. actually, I guess I should wait until my ankle was healed. But after my ankle is healed, it's on, okay? All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, so, so you have, I'm looking at your website. Your website is amazing. Um, you do Thank the corporate you. programs, which is which is great. You know, a lot of organizations should catch on to the fact that healthier people are more productive, and so you know, helping the employees get um, healthy should be a number number one priority for a lot of organizations. But right. you also have the virtual programs, and you have this amazing app. So at the end, uh, um, you'll tell everybody how they can get the book and get the app and everything. You have your boot camps. You got the personal training. You got the virtual training. So you are making it very convenient for people to stop the excuses and get um, on a healthier lifestyle. So tell me real briefly about the fitness boot camp experience. What's that all about? Well, the fitness boot camp, well, I'm going to let Cece chime in on this one. She was okay. at boot camp this morning, and she can tell you what we did at boot camp. Okay. All right, Cece, uh, the amazing wife. She's there helping everything along. I saw you on Instagram, girl. Yes. So today was a little bit different from our normal boot camp on Sunday. It was a two-hour boot camp. So okay. it consisted of a circuit training where battle ropes, flipping tires, kettlebells, um, what else would be step up, 
And then at the end, we had to do a 5K. So, you know, there was runners and then there was walkers, but we all completed a 5K. So that was, yeah, it was really, really nice. Okay. Now, now let's break it down real quick. Because when you say 5K, people be like, girl, 5K. How many miles in 5K? 3.1 miles. It's only three miles. Yes. Yep. It's and, 3.1. And a lot of see? them walked in. They walked in slash run. Yeah. So it's that and see, that's what I like. Yeah, yeah. I like that because I think a lot of people are afraid of this stuff because they just don't know what it means. You know, right. I'm going to run a 5K. I mean, that sounds like you've really run it 5,000 miles. So you're like, I can do it. But really, it's Especially. three miles. You, you can do it. Break it down to the smallest element for people. Make it simple. Give them a short little book. Give them some things right. that they can do in their office. These are the things that we really need because, you know, first and foremost is the fear of the unknown. You know, I don't know what it's like to work out with a trainer. I don't have the money. I don't blah, blah, blah. But really, at the end of the day, this is just about the fear of the unknown. And once we remove all of the unknown, okay, this is going to be two hours on a Sunday, and you're going to do three miles, high, blah, blah. You're going to go in this book. You're going to do some chat workouts. Once you get all of that stuff out the way, there's no more excuses. It's just time to go get it done. So I like it. I like it a lot. That's awesome. Right. So today, now, our workout is typically just 45 minutes, but we did a special two-hour workout today. Oh. Um, and did you say it's only 45 minutes? Yes, yeah. it's only 45. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. 45 minutes. And, um, and in my and the in the way I train, I can um, adapt to to anybody's level of fitness. So no matter what level you're at, whether you're a beginner, intermediate, or advanced, I fit the workout to fit your level, okay. your fitness level. Right. Okay. Um, so um, and sometimes I have you know five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people in class, but I'm able to modify the exercise to fit your level of fitness so it doesn't matter what level you are just come as you are right and i think a lot of things when people hear boot camp they get intimidated by that so a lot of camps you know you do have the trainers that in your face yelling and you have to do all these crazy things yeah you do crazy things with walter but it's not like he's in your face it's it's i don't know he kind of manipulates you in a way but it's not like in a mean way you know it's like he's coercing you to do it and you do it but it's 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 good because you don't feel pressure. You don't feel like you can't do it. Like right. he said, he meets you where you're at. Right. So, so I said, you don't scare the people off and they don't run out crying. Is that what you yeah. mean? No, I, like, I, I just nudge you in a nice way. Exactly. Nudge you in a nice way. Just a little push in the right direction. That's and that's where you feel guilty. You're like, okay, you're yes. right. I got to do it. Exactly. Well, and that's perfect. That's exactly what we need. That's, that's awesome. So as soon as I get my little foot healed up, I promise you, I'm going to be in a boot camp class. I promise. Okay, remember, you said that, right? You hey, can come out with your, this has been recorded. Uh, look, you can look. come out with your rolly. Yes. <laughs> look, I'm going to come out with my little rolly. I'm going to do it on one foot. Yes. You can do a modified yes. version for me. It'll be modified for you. <laughs> right. That's amazing. That's awesome. All right, so next question. We want to talk about we talked about creating a fitness lifestyle. So I, I won't ask that again. So let's talk about, help us break down specifically, but briefly, how the small changes in the exercise regimen can improve the way that we feel. Because I know we can improve the way that we look, but how can it improve the way that we feel? 
So first is going to, so the first thing you want to do is get moving. So it helps get the endorphins going. Um, it's going to help you think clearer. Okay. Um, you'll start to see small changes in your body. I think some folks get started and they're expecting to see dramatic difference in one or two days, but it takes time to build up to that. So you right. start with small changes such as, okay, you make a commitment, say, all right, um, it's going to be difficult for me to work out five days a week right now. So maybe I sh I'll just start with three for just 15 minutes, you know, so you make a commitment, put it on your calendar and say, I'm going to get up 15 minutes earlier than what I normally do. Okay. And, um, and I'm just going to walk for 15 minutes. Or I'm just going to get up for 15 minutes and do crunches, do something just to get okay. going. Something easy, something realistic. Right. Um, so you start off the first week, you put it on your calendar. I'm working out for three weeks, uh, three days a week for 15 minutes. Okay, so you work successful. You're not expecting to see any dramatic difference. You're just trying to get some results, get some energy going, um, make some positive changes, okay. build up some positive habits. Then the second week, you say, all right, I'm going to go for 20 minutes three days a week, or I'm going to go for 20 minutes four days a week. Okay. Um, second week. And then maybe the third week, you say, all right, now I feel like I'm being consistent with the exercise. Let me make some, some small changes in my eating habits. Okay. All right, so instead of me eating, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night, I'm going to cut off my eating three hours before bed. Okay. So, um, I'm not going to dramatically change everything I eat. You know, I'm just going to make this small change where I'm just right. going to cut off my meals early. Okay. So that's the third week. Then the fourth week, you may say, all right, so I'm being consistent with exercise four days. I'm going to add a fifth day. And then I'm also cutting off my meals three days, um, three hours before bed. Um, the fourth week, all right, I'm going to make sure I eat a healthy breakfast. So okay. you just make... Every week, you just make a small change a small. in your in your habits. Try okay. to practice some healthy habits. Right. And so after that, right, small changes lead to big things. And after a while, before you know it, you have a healthy lifestyle. And I know right. that personally for me, around, I think it was around 2007, when I had, you know, gotten to a point where I was like, okay, I, I got to lose some weight. And I worked out with a personal trainer back then. And the big thing with him, too, was, okay, Here's, you know, the workout plan, but here's what your eating plan is. And I'll tell you, you know, at that time, my kids were smaller, which my kids are grown now, but we were doing football, we were doing baseball, we were doing basketball, team mom, the coach. So we had that lifestyle and we were eating out, you know, stopping at Wendy's on the way home, all those things that, you know, we didn't, we knew wasn't the right thing to do, but because of the busy lifestyle we, we had, we were doing it. And the, the biggest thing, and that was, what, 11 years ago, but the biggest thing is, you know, he changed that way that we ate. And, you know, even now, 11 years later, I don't eat out, you know, as much as I did back then. You barely ever see me eating out. I think I'll probably eat, I don't even think I eat out once a week anymore. And that was from a, a change that I made 11 years ago. And so, you know, once you get in the habit of doing this stuff, they say, some people say 30 days makes a habit. Some people say 21. I don't know. But a habit is a habit. If you keep doing right. this stuff, you just make small changes, like Walter said, a little bit here. You don't have to, like, be going all these 
diets and all these like things that they have on TV, all this craziness. You just have to make small changes here and there and to make a commitment to yourself that I'm important, I'm worth it, I want to feel better, I want to look better. So these are the small changes that I can make, you know, in order to get that done. So I really, right. I really like that. And, and I was just going to say, like what you had said, making a small change and seeing how you stuck with it from 11 years ago, that's the key to all of this because no fat diets is going to get you where you want to be for a long period of time. So yeah, you're going to lose weight quickly, but you're also going to gain it back. So with doing a lifestyle change, basically that's what it is. So cutting out little things here and there. I was drinking Pepsi every day because I thought I needed it every day. <laughs> I mean, that would be my wake-up drink, you know? Right. And it's like, okay, I cut that out. And now I don't even, if I have a Pepsi, I'm just like, I can't even finish it. So it's just like small changes like that. And the same thing with breakfast. Like, I didn't eat breakfast. I'd get up and go because I had enough time to get kids out the door. But that's the most important meal of the day. Mm -hmm. Right. So just changing up that and eating and snacks, lunch, and then snacks again and dinner. I mean, those small changes is what's going to keep it over a lifetime. Okay. All right. That's awesome. I like it. So now a couple more questions. And I have um, – I have Kadira, so let's get, we've got about nine minutes left. So I want to get Kadira's questions in, and I'll touch on one. Uh, Kadira wanted to know about strength training. Kadira, I'm going to unmute you so that you can ask Walter the question that you have about strength training. Okay. Can you all hear me okay? Yes. Yes. Okay, perfect. Hi, Walter. Nice to virtually meet you. Um, <laughs> nice to meet you. So, um, I'm going to get real, real short, 30 seconds. So about five years ago, I started working out, changing my lifestyle, my diet, so I, I can relate to all of this. My question I have for you, and I don't work out um, by myself. I do uh, group classes at a gym. My question is strength training. When I do strength training, it's a full body. We do all major muscle groups. question is, how many days should I wait before I do it again? Is it two days? Is it three days? How long do you generally wait before you work the same muscle group again? So you never want to work the same muscle group two days in a row because you want to, so, because the muscle breaks down and it has to repair itself. And if you do the same muscle two days in a row, you're setting yourself up for injury. So you want to give um, one day in between. So if you work the legs on Monday, using weights, I'm talking about, if you just using body weight, you can do lunges two days in a row. But if you're adding weight or any type of resistance, um, so let's say if you did squats on Mondays with, with weights, you want to try it again on Wednesday. You don't want to do it Monday and Tuesday. So you want to give you a, a, a day of a break in between. So you never want to do two days in a row. Okay. So did, wait, did wait at least two question? days before I work the same muscles again with weights. Right. Okay. Perfect. So that's Thank a you. really good question. And so – that you talked about strength training and cardio, so you kind of mix it up. So, I mean, well, with cardio, you can do that almost every day, actually. Okay. If you're just starting out, I would say do cardio. Um, give yourself at least one day of rest to recover. Um, so the routine I recommend people to do, um, when they're starting out, maybe two days of resistance training, like full body resistance training, where you're hitting all the mu muscle groups, like maybe um, you're doing full, full body resistance training on Monday and then again on Wednesday, but you're doing cardio, whether that's walking, jogging, um, biking, you want to do that about five days. 
at a minimum. But if you're just starting out, three days, of, you know, if you're not motivated, you want to get going just, I say, at least three days. But five days is optimal. Six days, you're really going to transform. So okay. that's what I'm doing. All right, perfect. All right, so let me see. Uh, we talked about the chair workouts in the book, which are awesome because for those of you who don't know, I've got a broken ankle right now, so the chair workouts are working perfectly for me. So are there any other tips before we go here? Are there any other tips that you would like to share out of the book that people okay. can do real quick? Sure. Um, I think the, the one critical one is um, the 85 percent, 15 percent healthy okay. eating rule. Um, because I know we all like to have our cheat meal. Um, so if yeah, you want to see some results, but you still want to cheat a little bit, you want to eat healthy 85 percent of the time and have 15 percent of your meals for the week can be unhealthy. So for example, let's say you eat three meals a day, three meals times seven days is 21 meals in a week. So 15 percent of those items you can have unhealthy. So 15%, if you multiply 0.15 times 21, that's gonna give you 3.15, something like that. So that means three items out of the week, you're gonna have a cheat item, whether that's okay. a glass of wine or three glasses of wine, a glass of wine, a slice of cheesecake, and some french fries. So if you follow that pattern every week, but everything else is healthy, Right. Um, you should still be able to see uh, fitness results. I mean, lose okay. weight. Um, I like that. So for me, that. it would be two glasses of wine and one piece of cheesecake. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> but I again, like some it. people That's might eat four stuff. times a day. So if it's four times a day, then you multiply that 15% times. Um, if it's four times, that's 28 meals in a week. So it'd be 15% times um, 28 meals. Okay, I like it. That's good stuff. That's good stuff, and that's real stuff. That's why I like this Grown and Sexy Sisters talk for real women and real talk because that's real stuff. So, you know, a lot of times people think if they're working now that they have to do, they got to completely cut out all the good stuff, and then yeah. if you do that, then it's less likely for you to keep it up. So that's yeah. good stuff, Walter. That's really good stuff. So before we hang up here, I just want to thank you so much. Thank you for your beautiful wife, Cece, for jumping on and letting us know from a woman's perspective how that worked out. I want to thank Kadira for her um, amazing question that she, uh, that she asked. I'll be sending you a couple more questions from Kadira because she had a couple more that we weren't able to get to today. So before we um, hang up here, tell the people where they can find you. Okay, just go to WalterLewisFitness.com and they can find all the programs that I have. Um, I do boot camp. I have a, a virtual program. I do personal training. Um, for those who have um, schedule issues where they can't meet me for training, they can just sign up for my virtual training. It is $99 for a month. And you get a customized workout program, a meal plan. We do a group motivation call to get you motivated. Um, and then you'll have access to my app where you're able to access your, your workout program. Okay. So it's just like me um, at your place training with you. So when you open up the app, you'll see the exercise that you're supposed to do. All right. I like it. That sounds like no excuses to me, Walter. No excuses. I love it. So thank you so much for joining. 
Um, you guys can check me out if you want to uh, see what kind of things I'm doing. We're going to be doing some more stuff with Walter in the future. And so if you want to check me out, you can always uh, hit my website at www.grownassexysister.com. And much love. Be blessed. Stay grown and sexy. Thank you so much, Walter. I appreciate you. Much love, brother. You're welcome. Can I leave you with one tip before of you close? Of course. One more tip. I got it. Okay. okay. All right. So the last thing I want to remind everybody, to get motivated to exercise, they got to know what their why is to get help. Oh, yes. Find out what your why is. Once you can figure that out, it's got to be compelling. It's got to be beyond just getting ready for a vacation. Once okay. they figure that out, that'll get them going. I like it. And, oh, I forgot to tell the people, this is only part one because we love Walter and what he's doing so much. We're going to do a part two. This is session one. So session one is just about the fitness part, but Walter is going to help us with the nutrition stuff too because it goes hand in hand. We need to know both of these things. So be on the lookout for Walter Lewis Fitness Solutions part two. We're going to talk about the uh, nutrition part of it. Make sure you guys have all y'all questions together. You can send them to me at www.grownandsexysister.com. You can fill out that contact form on the bottom, or you can email me, grownandsexysister at gmail.com. Okay, ladies, you have just reached the end of another episode of Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk. This was real conversation for real women about real life. I really hope you enjoyed our talk, and I have a little homework for you. First, I want you to go to my website, www.grownandsexysister.com to sign up for my newsletter. On there, you can also read my blog, find valuable free resources, schedule a coaching session, or just check out some upcoming events. Second, I want you to subscribe to my podcast. You can do it on iTunes or Google Play. You don't want to miss out on one single episode, so that's going to be really important. And third, check me out on YouTube. You can type in Grown and Sexy Sister with an A-H in the search bar and make sure to subscribe there as well. I want you to be able to see the amazing video recordings of these podcasts there. So much love, be blessed, stay grown and sexy sisters, and we'll speak soon.